all your Blue Jays rumors, news, transactions, and analysis right here every week on Inside the Dome Podcast. Now here's your host, Derek and Johnny. Hello and welcome to Inside the Dome Podcast, your favorite podcast with DB and Donnie, and they will be in the stands this weekend at the Oakland Athletics versus the Toronto Blue Jays. Welcome to Inside the Dome. How are you doing, Donnie? I am fantastic, DB. I am just spinning and spinning in this chair. I'm having a lot of stool. fun. Right Isn't it a fun stool? It is, and I really hope the mic picks up like when I'm like on my back turned to it, just for, just for hilarity purposes. For hilarity purposes. You know what isn't hilarious, though, DB? The Toronto Blue Jays bats. Yeah, losing a series to the Tigers. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Fucking team. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. Yeah, but we'll hope for uh, better luck this week. All right, so they, uh, they went to uh, Detroit after the... Horrible loss in Toronto. Yeah. Uh, so they went to Detroit to. I've never been there, but from looking at it, Comerica Park looks gorgeous. I've driven past it. I've never been inside the stadium. Um, but from looking at it, what do you think? It it looks really nice I, from the outside. Looks amazing. Um, it's actually like super convenient to get to for us Canadians. It? Yeah, it's okay. literally like you cross the Windsor border and you're in Detroit for like. 10 minutes and it's right there. Jesus. Yeah. So, so it's not even far at all. Yeah, no, it would be Four very, hours. it would be very convenient, especially since we have a friend in Windsor, we could probably crash. I, I'm a hundred percent wanting to go to that ballpark yeah. and you probably buy a $30 ticket and you're behind home plate because um, no one's there. I mean, maybe people would want to watch Miguel Cabrera go for, you know, his milestone hits. Did you uh, watch the games? There's nobody in the stands. Yeah, uh, but, well, he hit his 500th home run now. Yeah. But and he's like, but he's like 40 hits away from 3,000. So he, in, until he gets to about 10 hits away, people will he, probably be. He'll probably get that before he retires. Do you? Oh yeah, he'll get it. He's still got two years left on his contract, and be, and then he'll be done. Yeah, and I mean, he might be done before. But and you know what? For a guy of the, his age. Yes, he's not the Miguel Cabrera of old. He's not the, having a bad year, actually. It's not amazing. But. Yeah, so he's not he's not the Miguel Cabrera of old. Absolutely but, not. But he's not hurting the team. Like, nope. You know, we talked about... If you can hit 15 home runs and get bad yeah. 250, it's okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know what his OPS is. Probably uh, not Obviously, good. Detroit could do better in the DH spot. DH, you normally yes. want a big bat. Yes. Miguel Cabrera is probably a little bit below replacement level. Yeah. But... He's not hurting the team. They're not in a spot where they're winning. If they were in a spot where they're trying to compete, which who knows, that could come next year, um, then maybe they have to seriously think about moving on. I would say this season for them is a win, actually, compared to previous. Yeah, I mean, especially if they can stretch um, back up to 500. Yeah. Um, that would be a huge step forward for them. They've been like a 40 win for the last few years, right? Yeah, I I think if Detroit can hit 500 or at least even come close, I think you'll probably see some off-season moves similar to when the Jays signed Ryu, ah, where they know yeah. they're not quite there yet, but they're taking a step forward and they need that piece. There's no Ryu, obviously, available in free agency. There's some good arms, though. Yeah, Robbie Ray yeah. might headline it at this point. He as... It's him and one other guy, right? Stroman's Stroman available. And... Gosman's available. Okay, yeah. Um, those guys both accepted qualifying offers last year. Yeah. And um, Scherzer 
is available. Yeah. He's up there in age. He's still performing. He is. Uh, speaking of old pictures that are up there in age, he's, Justin he Verlander's Ver- up there. How old is Verlander now? Uh, he will be turning 30. I think he's 38 right now. So Holy. he'll pitch next season either at 38 or really, 39. Yeah. Um, he, he's, he's coming back from Tommy John surgery. So yeah. I think he'll probably stay in Houston. I can see Houston giving him a qualifying offer and Verlander just taking it instead of proving his health. Yeah, but the Tigers um, could definitely be interested in doing yeah. something like that. And then that. the other guy is uh, probably Carlos Rodon, um, Ooh. who is coming off a good make. People yeah. talk about how great the deal Robbie Ray was. Carlos Rodon <laughs> signed for $5 million less than Robbie Ray. Holy. Just as good. Or better. Yeah, Rodon's bottom line numbers are probably better, but yeah. he's spent some time on the injured list. That's kind of all we've And he probably doesn't have the strikeouts, though. Uh, he's got quite a bit of, fair bit of strikeouts. Again, he hasn't pitched as many innings as Ray. No. Um, but, I mean, this really was supposed to be like, you know, Trevor Bauer was going to hit free agency. And, and yeah, uh, that, again, that, that didn't go too well. Yeah, I don't think we probably see Trevor Bauer again. In no, because wasn't he guilty? He, so he wasn't found guilty yet. Oh. They, they finished their investigation, the police department did, and they turned it over to the district attorney's yeah. office, yeah. who will determine if they want to press charges. The court case that had happened was as a result of a restraining order. He didn't kill anyone, right? No, it was rough sex that apparently Ooh. the girl did not consent to. And he, like, hit her during it? Yeah, Ooh. she, she was hit and choked and stuff like that. Yikes. Um, so the court case that had happened was the, the girl, um, the, the victim, was seeking a permanent restraining yeah. order against him. And the judge denied that. So it was but probably just like a fling. It yeah, wasn't a relationship did, yeah, but he was they, in, right? Exactly. They yeah. basically said like they didn't deny it because they don't think he did anything or that he wasn't guilty. They denied it yeah. because the actions happened during sexual intercourse. Course, yeah. And that a permanent restraining order is only if you're afraid that he's going to hurt you again. And yeah. clearly both parties are no longer interested in having yeah. sex with each other. Yeah. So a restraining order is not necessary. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see what happens. But again, the Major League Baseball doesn't need criminal yeah. uh, charges to no, be filed no, to no, no, no. suspend them, which we've seen. So that's why the Dodgers went out and grabbed Scherzer, right? Yeah. They, yeah. Well, they've had other injuries. Urias is up yeah. and down on the injured list. Uh, Bueller's really been their only consistent starter. Yeah, where's uh, Kershaw? He's hurt. Is he hurt? Oh, I didn't know he was hurt. He's hurt. They're hoping he comes back sometime this month. We'll have to wait and see. Oh, he's not the Clayton Kershaw of old, but he's still he's still pretty damn good. Yeah, absolutely. That's why the, <laughs> the Dodgers are the kings of depth. They've uh, yeah. just recently... And they got freaking Trey Turner now, yeah. who's like one of the hottest shortstops in baseball. Yeah, so the, the Dodgers, I think... He's they... batting like 330 or something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. He's insane. Trey Turner is very good. I like That's Trey why Turner. they got him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Dodgers just recently, they t- I believe they took the lead from the Giants yesterday in the division. Okay. I, be- I believe the Giants won today, though. The Giants won today, so I think they're back to, to even. And I think they play this weekend for okay. the last time. So it'll be interesting. That's a, definitely a division race to watch. What isn't a division race to watch is the AL East, as the Tampa Bay Rays are, are running away with it. They can't seem yeah. to lose. Red even, Sox are losing. Yeah, even though really. the Yankees are playing very well, they're not making they up. They didn't have a good uh, series grounds. in Los Angeles. I watched a few of those games, and 
They were in those games, but, like, the Angels have no hitting, and they were hitting seven runs against this Yankee team, which goes to show what you've always said, that Yankee pitching is sus and may be the cause of their demise. Yep, the Yankees can outslug with the best of them. Yes. But as we've seen at the beginning of the year, if the bats go cold, the team's basically screwed. Stanton is not going cold right now. The guy is on fire again. He is, but whether that happens in a month from now when the playoffs are, I don't know. Is he seems question. to be good in the playoffs. Normally. So the Yankees likely number one wild card. I don't think anyone's catching them. Absolutely, it would take a big tank for them to happen. Uh, and I don't think Boston's going to be the team. They're dealing with COVID issues right now. They're a good team, but I find like they're not like super amazing. Could be soon. They're but... playing above their head. Um, yes, it'll, absolutely. It'll be interesting to see if a team like... Well, Toronto's been good against them this year for some reason. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think Toronto's only won like one or two extra games than they have lost against Boston. But yeah. the games they've won against Boston have been huge blowout losses. Yes. And then the games they've lost have been, you know, one-run games because the bullpen I... blew it. Yep. They the only got blew score. out like, probably like once, I think. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how the rest of the week shapes out. I yeah, think, it's been I crazy. think the next podcast will tell us how we're feeling as they have three against Oakland. The Tough weekend, games. And then I, I think it's four against the Yankees. Yeah, it is. So that, I think, will tell if the Jays go, you know, one and six or two and five in that then I think we can officially put their season to bed, even though they got games against the, you know, Twins and Orioles still to play. You're not going to be able to recover, especially against two teams you're chasing. Yeah, if if they're out, are you still watching the games? Yeah, absolutely. Me too. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. Me too. I mean, there's still going to be interesting things to look for. Like, will Simeon catch uh, Aaron Hill's home run record? He could. Will Simeon hit 40 home runs? I hope he does. I mean, Vlad is going to probably this weekend. Yeah. um, I'm hoping so. Yeah. I'm I'm wondering if, uh, if, you know, Simeon might even cross the 40 home run barrier. Could. Second basemen typically don't hit 40 home runs. I mean, Dan I, Ugla, I'm sure, did. Okay. I think he's I think probably lost one. I've heard of him. So, with second basemen, are they generally like 20 home run hitters? or? Yeah, they normally don't have a lot of powers. Um Okay, that makes sense though. Uh, I know Aaron Hill was like I remember like when he had that really good season. I remember I went to a uh, to a game. I think I saw it against the White Sox, and I remember I like was like Aaron Hill's my favorite. I bought one of his T-shirts. <laughs> I also have an Aaron Hill T-shirt, but I got it for free. I see. I bought it at the stadium. <laughs> well, it was one of those giveaways where it's like if you bought a, um, if you bought a. Is it the Angry Jay black shirt? If you bought like a fifty dollar gift card oh. for the Jay shop, nice. you got a free shirt. So I was like, I'll buy a fifty dollar. <laughs> so DB, I have it up here. Okay. So only four second basemen have hit forty home runs in a season. The last time it was done was in 2016 by Brian Dozier of the Twins. The other guys to do it was Ryan Sandberg in 1990 for the Cubs, Davey Johnson in 1973 for Atlanta, and Rogers Hornsby way back in 1922 for the St. Louis Cardinals. Cards! Oh, I don't think they were known as the Cards then. Well, they should be. (laughs) Eat your heart out, Mike. Yeah, but yeah, there's been a couple guys, you know, Jose Ramirez, Robinson Cano, Alfonso Soriano. Oh, some big Gleyber Torres. Gleyber. Is Gleyber still playing? Uh, He, I think he's coming back on Friday, so... So they don't even have Glaber either, right? They don't right now. Holy crap. um, I think he's coming back. I think... Oh. Oh, Urshela. Urshela's day-to-day with something. Is he okay? When Uh, I was watching the games... 
because I don't I don't always watch like sometimes if it's later at night I always try to put on the West Coast game if there's nothing on. Yeah. Uh, and I was watching and like uh, so like Luke Voigt is like pretty much strictly a bench bat at this point. Well, yeah. So him and Rizzo are splitting time. The odd uh, Riz- time the, Rizzo, I think, he yeah. has it now. The odd time they'll both get in the lineup. One will be first base, one will be DH. But when the um, Yankees do that, then they have an outfield of Aaron Judge. <laughs> Uh, Giancarlo Stanton and and Joey Gallo. Yes, Joey Gallo. That's the other one. Thank you, DB. Uh, Yeah, so they have an outfield of Joey Gallo in right field, uh, Giancarlo Stanton in left field, and uh, Aaron Judge in center field. Now, Aaron Judge and Joey Gallo are both very good outfielders. Um, Aaron Judge is a good hitter, too. They're great in the corner. Aaron Judge probably shouldn't be in center field, but... (laughs) To get the He's extra a tall bat- motherfucker. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you got if you got a pitcher on the mound that's not likely to give up some, you know, outfield fly balls. You can balls, just reach. Yeah, then, like, you could probably get away with it, but probably not yeah. ideal. So, I mean, that's what the Yankees are rolling out with. Um, so it's hard to get Boyd and Rizzo both in the lineup at that point. Yeah, time. that lineup is so freaking deep, though. Yeah. Holy and, shit. And they're hitting now. They brought in Amafia at the trade deadline with Rizzo and Gallo. They absolutely did. What the hell were they like? Even Gallo, like, yeah, he's pretty much swing and miss. But the guy, what does he have, like, 33 home runs or something? Oh, yeah. Ridiculous. The guy has freaking power. He has a lot of power, and he's got a good eye, too, which seems to be what the Yankees... Uh, they like. They like, yeah, given that their whole lineup's good. Their whole lineup's back. good. So, again, as long as the bats stay hot, the Yankees will stay hot. I just don't think there's any catching the Rays at this point. So the Yankees are yeah. likely playing for the number one wild card spot. Against, probably... It'll depend. We'll see how yeah. the Jays definitely on the outside looking in. It's sort of the Mariners, right? Yeah, Mar- Mariners keep playing above their yeah. weight class. If they're making a run, why wouldn't they keep their closer? I don't get that. They would be able to swing a trade for Castillo of the Rays, who they figured would replace Graveman. They got a young utility infielder from Houston for Graveman, who, in Abraham Toro, who has been sensational for them. Yeah, he has. I mean, at the time, people were mad, and even after they got Castillo, they were like, okay, well, this is the trade that they were talking about, that, you know, don't judge us on this Kendall Graveman trade. But, I mean, Abraham Toro has been a revelation for them. In yeah. Fact, Abraham He's Toro, been hitting good, right? Yeah. In fact, he uh, just recently had a grand slam that he hit uh, against his old team in Houston. Uh, any guesses who the pitcher was? Granky? Nope. Kendall Graveman. Jesus. And then, That's insane. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, based on that about alone, I guess. Uh, yeah, Seattle it's worth wins. it. But, yeah, Seattle's just been playing above their means, but they're hanging in there, so kudos to them, whereas the Blue Jays Oof. are hanging in there, but they're playing well below their means. Yeah, Blue Jays not. need the bats to wake up, and then maybe they have a chance. Also, guess what else they need to wake up? Charlie Montoyo. <laughs> Fucking guy. Yeah, he's made he, some questionable decisions in this. I uh, hope he gets fired at the offseason if they don't make the playoffs. They probably won't. Yeah, but. I don't I don't know if they will, unfortunately. I know, it's I sucks. think it's probably going to be a situation where they bring him in next year, and if they start off slow, then they'll get rid of him. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, DB, we've been going on and on. Ramble. How about we get into this game? Let's quickly go through this game right here. Well, the good news is the Jays' uh, bats <laughs> are cold, and they're playing bad teams, so there's not a lot of <laughs> scoring, so there's not a lot of recap, DB. Vladimir Guerrero, he doubled on a sharp line drive to uh, Daz Cameron, and Bo Bachet scores. Then we go to the bottom of the fourth, and uh, Miggy Cabrera 
single to center fielder Josh Palacios. And then uh, Candelario scores, and it's uh, 1-1. Victor Reyes hits an inside-the-park home run, which was an absolute stupid play by Josh Palacios that he died for this ball and had no backup. So to the wall, and uh, Victor Reyes can run, right, Don? He sure can, DB. He's extremely fast. And Josh Palacios was not close to that ball. I don't know why he was (laughs) diving. I know! That's why they say, like, if you're going to dive for a ball, make sure you at least get a glove on it. But Josh Palacios <laughs> wouldn't have been able to reach the ball. Bounced over him. Whoever was backing him up was not anywhere close to the ball. And, I think it was Teo. Yeah, and, yeah. Ray, and Reyes was able to get around. And, um, uh, but yeah, yeah, I remember I was like, how the fuck did they let this? And then I saw what Palacios did. I said, send him to the minors. Yeah. <laughs> and then now he is. Yeah. Remember, we thought it was going to be Kevin Smith. <laughs> yeah, we talked about it last week. At the time, we did say it depends on Espinal's yeah. injury because he had been He's pulled. still not back, though, Yeah, right? he, he's on the IL, yeah. likely not coming back. So at that point, that made Kevin Smith die. And Kevin Smith hasn't been shit. He hasn't been amazing, but he hasn't been shit. He's been solid defensively, at least. So yes. him, him and Valera have been splitting the time at third yeah. base. Valera even Smith, hasn't been... Like he made uh, the in the Baltimore series that one at bat was horrible, but but again that's Montoya. Yep. Um, I mean it's hard to do, but at least like until he gets two strikes, like you should be bunting. But absolutely, we will, we we'll will get, get to, to that. that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so, the Jays lose this one two to one. Um, the losing pitcher yep. uh, was uh, Josh Palacios. Uh, he lost that game. He's the losing pitcher. Yeah, he should get credited with the loss. Not, uh, I think it was Mays on the mound. It's not Tim Mays' fault. It's Josh Palacios' fault. Absolutely. Um, and uh, it was the offense's fault, honestly. Too. Um, they mustered only six hits against a terrible Tigers pitching staff. Well, I shouldn't say terrible. They have like a decent back end of their bullpen, but we weren't facing uh, any uh, big time starters here. There's no excuse for uh, no. six hits and uh, and one run against you know this team. Matt Manning with his five point something ERA. Yeah, yeah you go six innings, one run. Yeah. One, six hits. Like, how? Yeah. And, I mean, after that, they went to their late bullpen guys who are, who are okay. Um, so I mean, Soto's I their best, right? Soto's their closer. He was yeah. their all-star this year. Um, but the Jays did get Soto in the previous series. But yeah. they just couldn't do here. And they uh, they wasted a pretty good Steven Matt start. Yeah, it was a good Steven Matt start. He went six as well. Yeah. So that does it for yep. game, game one. one. So to... we're seeing shades of the uh, the previous week's uh, Blue Jays-Tiger series for sure. Absolutely. Uh, but uh, in game two, the Saturday game, the Jays uh, come out uh, swinging uh, in the late innings. Uh, Alejandro Kirk. Starts off the top of the sixth with a homer, his fourth of the year, to put the Blue Jays on top one nothing. And the top of the seventh, Bo Bichette singles uh, on a ground ball to right. That scores our buddy Grandel. Grandel making it two nothing. Unfortunately, the Jays would promptly give that lead away in the bottom of the seventh, as Candelario singled, scoring one to make it two to one. The very next batter, Eric Haas, grounds into a force out. That allows another run to score. This was a uh, attempted double play ball that they just weren't able to yeah. turn. Haas was a little quick. Uh, Bobichet, I believe, had to took a step back to field the ball. Yeah, didn't he pump it? 
too? I, he, I don't think no. he pumped it, but it was one of those like in-between hops where he should have probably ran at the ball, yeah. and he would have caught it, but instead he stayed back. I didn't know Haas was that fast. Yeah, and, and in fact, he took a step back to field the ball cleanly. Yes. He did have a quick feed to Simeon, and Simeon did a uh, feed to first base. However, Haas can Haas, move, I guess. Haas ran it out, and that tied up the game. Uh, and this one went to extras, DB, and we know how awful the Jays are in extras. They're so we, terrible. We were expecting the loss, but Absolutely. The, uh, the team was able to come through in the 10th inning. Yeah, Corey Dickerson, he singled on a fly ball to uh, Badu. Akil Badu. Akil Badu. Rule 5 pick, set the majors on storm back in April. He's and looking then, good. Uh, he, had a, he had a really bad month in May, and then he had like, a good month in June, July. and then a bad July, and, and then a good August. August. Yeah. So he's kind of all over the place. But he's a young guy that the the Tigers literally got for no money. Yeah, so why not? Yeah, you'll take that. Yeah, so Vladimir Guerrero was able to score off the Corey Dickerson single, and it's a three to two Jays in the tenth inning. Yeah, and that will be where it stays, uh, because Jordan Romano, who had come in to pitch the ninth, he yep. only threw twelve pitches, and Charlie went to him and said, "Hey, you got another inning in you." And he looked good. He got the last three out in order, not allowing yeah. that run, that ghost runner at second yep. base. The start. Castro brothers. Yes. <laughs> Harold and Willie. And Willie and Derek Hill. Yep. So, I mean, he was pitching to the bottom of the order, but he got the job done after pitching a clean ninth. He gets credited with the win uh, and Funkhauser's loss. This game was started by Alec Manoa. Pretty good start. He ran into some issues there in the seventh inning. Unfortunately, um, and the the two base runners he allowed came around to score with Trevor Richards on the mound again. This game would never went to extras if uh, Bo went in on that ground ball instead of staying back. But at the end of the day, it's a Jays win, and uh, it allows them to go play for the series on the Sunday game. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, uh, Funkhauser, what a name. Yep, what a name. And the Tigers also emptied their bullpen this game because they had Jose Urania start, who had been a reliever for them. Urine. Yeah, so he was only able to go three innings, so they literally had a parade of bullpen arms, including our buddy, uh, the second coming of Doyle Alexander. Doyle Tyler, Alexander. Tyler Alexander, yeah. uh, who completely stymied the Jays. Uh, in his start last he week, did. he uh, he pitched 2.2 innings in relief and actually gave up the two runs. Yeah, he did. I was surprised because I was like, man, the this Jays... guy completely dominated the yep. Jays over six innings. He comes in in relief and the Jays figured, figured him out, out, I guess. Yep. And then uh, Sunday, another low-scoring affair. <laughs> are all... How are these close games? It's the fucking Tigers! <laughs> Again, the <laughs> offense can't hit, but hey, it makes oh. for a quicker podcast, which allows us to go off on I'm tangents at the Ramble beginning. on. Yeah, it allows us to go off on tangents at the Abs- beginning. Absolutely. So another quick uh, breakdown right here. So top of the first inning, Bo Bichette gets a hold of a pitch and just puts it right to right center field. And, uh, yeah, Bo was, hadn't hit a homer in a while, so that yeah, was well was on, long over I was there. on the why is Bo in the leadoff spot. Um, team. Which I still agree he should not yeah. be. Well, he's not anymore. Luckily, I don't think he should spring. be in the cleanup spot. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got nowhere else to really stick him. I five. Guess. Yeah, I guess you could stick him five. Stick him behind five. Behind, say, Oscar. I agree. That's um, where he should be. But, uh, yeah, at least he's just not in the leadoff spot anymore. But, I mean, I'm I'm being overly critical because here he is with a leadoff homer in this game. <laughs> so. Yeah. 
And then guess who else? And then we go to the top of the fourth. It's one nothing Jays. Kevin Smith gets his first big league home run. And we were saying, Donnie, you love to see it. Yep, absolutely. You want to see a guy succeed, have his first big league home run. And hey, I believe this landed in the bullpen or in the it service did. area. It did. I thought it was going to be caught. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he's getting that ball back. Anytime the ball ends up in a fan's hands, the fans, you know, kind of start making demands to get the ball back. Yeah. And it's unfortunate it comes down to that. But, um, I mean, if I'm in their spot, I'd like to say I wouldn't, but who knows. I've always said, like, all I would want is to, like, be able to meet them and give them the ball personally and be like, congratulations, hope yeah. you have a great career. That's all I've ever said I wanted. Obviously, with COVID, I'm probably not going to be allowed to do that if, you know, yeah. Saturday I catch a home run ball. <laughs> but I hope you. We, we're in an area where we could, I think. No, we're in the foul area. Oh, we're in the foul area? Yeah, we'll yeah, have to. Like it will, I mean, it could ricochet. bring you your glove? Oh, wow. Absolutely. Awesome. Nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it, it landed in the bullpen, so it's good that he'll have that souvenir. Um, yeah. Unless he gives it to his dog to eat like Joey Votto did with his first major league hit. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's hilarious. That's classic Joey Votto. Oh, he well, he's a troll. Yeah. Anyways, with the Kevin Smith home run, take a 2 nothing lead that they will not relinquish. Yeah, Harold Castro was able to single the drive-in uh, Jonathan Scope, but... Uh, that was it, 2-1. That's how the game ended. Yeah, and this was uh, a bounce-back start for Jose Barrios, who had had a couple bad games before. Yeah, he did. He pitched seven great innings. He was awesome. He that, his best. I think it was his best showing so far. Oh, absolutely right. Um, he had that. The his first start was really good, but he didn't strike out eleven guys in that start. No. Uh, and then uh, you know, with Romano going the two gate, the two innings the day before, he knew he wasn't gonna pitch. So you're a little. Tim Mesa. Wondering how they would do it, and between uh, Timmy Meza and uh, Adam, Adam Simber. Simber, they got the job done. Uh, Simber wasn't able to quite get through his inning no. as he allowed a walk and a hit, but Tim Meza came in, got that last out of the eighth, and then uh, and then pitched a good ninth inning to get the save. And this was, started, was that, I believe, was that his first career save? That was yep. his first career save. Yep. It was good to see that uh, someone other than Romano can lock down the ninth inning. And this game was started by former Blue Jays prospect Matthew Boyd. Oh. Uh, he's not uh, not doing so hot this year. No, but three and seven. Yikes. Yeah. Well, he plays for the Tigers, so that plays a role. Um, his ERA isn't nearly as bad, but it is what it is. He's still been serviceable for the Tigers, so I'm sure the Tigers don't regret getting him. Um, no. But that did it for the Tigers series, DB. The yep. Jays took the series 2-1. Low-scoring affairs. Obviously, after losing the series weekend before, you would like to see them, you know, sweep the series, but you'll take what you can get, especially with the offense struggling as they have been. And those uh, struggles, unfortunately, continued on into the Baltimore series. But they at least showed a little bit of life in game one. Yeah, they did. It was uh so game one against the Orioles in Toronto is Robbie Ray versus uh, Chris Ellis. And uh yeah, the start off the the top of the first inning, the Blue Jays serial killer returned. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how every Blue Jays and Orioles game has started off this year. Ryan Mountcastle goes yard. Castle home run, exactly. This guy might win rookie of the year this year. So Ryan Mountcastle, 25 homers. This guy's on freaking fire this year, right? Yeah. Because remember you said he was like Gritch, like hot and cold, well, but he's pretty much been hot <laughs> since since like May. He's hot for the Blue Jays, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, he is hot for teacher. Hitting those homers, 25 homers, the kid, kid can play ball, one of their best hitters, I'd say. So yeah, it was one nothing, and again, uh, it's not much runs again for the Blue Jays until the top of the fourth, and Vlad goes yard. 
Yep, he picks up his, uh, what was that, his 37th of yeah. the year? Um, and that was a solo dolo um, to tie up the game. Um, the tie, unfortunately, did not last long as Ryan Mountcastle again. This guy. What is with this guy? In the six, singles in a run. Uh, that gives Baltimore a 2-1 lead. Uh, that would be the only runs that Robbie Ray gives up. Uh, but luckily, his team comes to his aid in the bottom of the six as the Jays just pile on the runs uh, to ensure that Robbie Ray finally gets a win for his finally. good Finally! God for his good damn it. Holy fuck, guys. Really? Bo Bichette singles on a ground ball. And then uh, George Springer is able to score. And Simeon moves over to third. And then you're like, oh, crap. Two outs. Teo's up. Come on. Come on. let's. We got to cash these runs against the Orioles. And Teo delivers with a uh, two-out double. Yep. Scoring scoring both runners. Bo able to come all the way around from first. Isn't both slide awesome? Yes. I it, love it. It was. Um, so that... Uh, that not only uh, gives Toronto a two-run lead, but a run a lead they would not relinquish. And in the top of the seventh, Vladdy comes up again. And what did he do, DD? Vlad Homer again, second in the and I was jumping out of my seat there. Were you too? Yeah, absolutely. And that ended up being an important <laughs> home run. Yeah. Uh, because the Orioles did uh, did threaten a little bit, and but that extra padding that Vlad gave them in the bottom of the seventh was uh, what they needed. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Pedro Severino was able to get a uh, an RBI to score uh, Mountcastle to make it seven to three, but that was all they did. Yeah. And uh, Jordan Romano was able to close the deal out. The importance of Vlad's run is that after Severino singled, the tying run still was on deck. Had, I know. Had Vlad have not homered, then the tying run would have been you, up to the. You're, you're a little bit more nervous when that happens. You always um, are. You say, "Yeah, is tying run at the plate." Nope. Then yeah. I'm not worried. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Anytime you got a lead. So the Jays able to muscle up seven runs, uh, all against the Orioles bullpen as Ellis went four and two thirds yeah. in before being pulled. He only gave up the Vlad Homer. Tate got hammered. Yeah, Tate uh, finished Who, off. Who's the one of their better relievers? Yeah, he's their long man. They probably expected him to go like two innings, but he got he, lit up. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Diplon in the seventh did not do any better. No. Um, so, in relief. Nope, not at all. Robbie Ray looked uh, amazing as always. Yep, so Robbie Ray gets his win finally, finally. that he deserved and uh, and picked up strikeout number 200 on the season in the process. Congrats, uh, Robbie. Yeah, and uh, just today named the AL Pitcher of the Month. Is there um, any other choice? Yeah, I, I don't know why they waited so long because on September 1st, so for concept sakes, this today is the um, second while we're recording this. So yesterday, first thing in the morning, they named him as the pitcher on the team of the month. So obviously he was going to win AL Pitcher of the Month, but they waited an extra day for some reason to officially announce it. Yeah, good to hear and good to see Blue Jays win 7-3 to three in Game 1. So we move on to Game 2, and this game wasn't so hot. No, uh, Hunjin Ryu was dealing, but uh, the wheels fell off. They rolled off. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, they certainly did, DB. But welcome back to one man, Danny motherfucking Jansen, who hit a homer. Yeah, DB, we were talking about this before, and I said that I didn't think they would uh, bring Jansen up until the well, uh, September 1st. Uh, but they did because they knew it was Ryu's start. Ryu generally Likes works Jansen. with Jansen. So they figure, well, why are we waiting? We'll bring him up. They sent uh, <laughs> Palacios down, I believe, at this point. Just sent Reese McGuire yeah. down. And they also, uh, George Springer was reinstated from the injured list as well. So no more Bo 
in the leadoff spot. So that was good to see uh, both those moves before the Baltimore series. Absolutely, absolutely. So that was... Again, this was a low-scoring affair after it was. I was shocked to see like seven runs from the Blue Jays the night before. I was. I'm used to to low-scoring games. Yep. And uh, and pain and misery. So top of the lots of it. Top of the sixth. Uh, Austin Hayes singles on a sharp ground ball to center fielder Grandel Randall, and uh, Ryan Milkcastle scores, and then Hayes is able to go to second, and it's a tie game now. Then Raymond Urias doubles. On a line drive to left fielder Lords Guriel and Austin Hayes scores and Santander scores and it's three one and I was like, Urias, I didn't even think he was that good of a hitter, but I guess he's having a decent year. I mean, you can always run into one. Um, you don't need to be a good hitter to get, uh, you know, a boop double or. Uh, yeah, Lords was far away. He had a he had way a lot to of, go. Yep, he had a lot of ground to cover, uh, but in the uh, bottom of the sixth, sixth inning. Uh, Vladdy comes up again, two homers the night before, decides, that was fun, I'm going to do it again. Picks up another homer, his 39th of the year, to bring the Jays within one. But uh, that's as good as it gets, unfortunately, as in the top of the seventh. Uh, Jones singled on a line drive to score uh, Jorge Mateo, uh, and the 4-2 would be our final. Uh, Ryu just had a rough go in that sixth inning. And that uh, was a downfall. And he hadn't given up a hit until that inning. And then just all of a sudden, with two outs, he couldn't get anyone out. They had to go to Adam Simber um, to finally get out of it. But too little, too late, unfortunately. As the, the way the Jays' offense has been, you cannot uh, spot a team uh, a lead, unfortunately, and expect the offense to get you out of it. Absolutely not, yeah. So Ryu gets the loss. Simber, uh, Simber struggled a little bit. Uh, but he did go one and uh, one and one and a third, and then Richards came in for two clean innings. Richards looked solid. Yep, absolutely right, DB. But unfortunately, the bats go cold, and uh, again, no excuse for only uh, having six hits against the Orioles. The Orioles made the most of their four hits, um, but uh, they did allow a lot of traffic on the base path. Yeah, I think. Ryu only gave up the three hits, but he had uh, a couple walks as well. Uh, they ran up his pitch count, just like uh, they did to Steven Matz the next day. Yeah, I remember, he was low, Ryu, and then, bam, he's at 94 pitches. Yeah, I was like, again, he's done. He went from a no-hitter with two outs I know. in the fifth to... He fell apart. Yeah, just, I, th- I believe it was hit, walk, hit, hit, and then Timber coming Ch- in together. Chaz came in. Yeah. His little, his little waddle. I... Yeah. Yeah, and that was, uh, so we had a tie series right now, and me and Donnie are like, what the fuck, guys? Yep. What, what, what is going on? You gotta, you gotta make something out of this. And, uh, this game was another close fucking game. What the fuck? Yeah. They like to torture us, don't they, Don? They do. Um, <laughs> in this one, uh, Marcus Simeon came to our rescue, though. Oh, yeah, he hit one out early. He did. He picked up his number 33. That uh, ties his career high, DB. We've talked a lot That's about awesome. his 2019 Teen, yes, season where he finished third in the MVP voting. So he had 33 that year, so he's tied that. So he's got a whole month yet to uh, to break his career high. 
at the very least. Uh, Steven Mapp started this one for the Jays, and... He looked good! The Orioles were running up his pitch count. Yes, early. they were. He only went five innings, right? Yeah, he had some trouble throwing his fastball for strikes. It was running off the plate a lot, and that caused him some issues in the second with bases loaded. He walked two straight guys in Cedric Mullins and Ryan Mountcastle uh, to force in two runs before getting out of it. I think he was at something like 55 pitches after two innings, so it was like, oh no, like... Especially knowing that Richards went two innings the day before, Simber went an inning in the third, probably can't push those guys very much. No. Um, but luckily, he was able to settle down. He was able to get through five innings. I think he threw 100 pitches total. The Jays were able to uh, to come through and add some runs, thankfully. Not uh, till to, later, though. Yeah, to get Matts off the off the snide. Because it was 2-1 at this point after a, a Ryan Mountcastle walk. Forced in two runs, and then, uh, yeah, 2-1 Orioles. And then again, we're like, why? Why is this happening? But Teo was our daddy, and he came to our rescue. He singled on a fly ball to Santander, and uh, Bo Bichette scores. And then Lords, Lords comes up big here. On a line drive to Hayes and Tay Oscar and Corey Dickerson were able to score, and uh, Lords moves up on the play. It's 4 2 Jays. Yeah, and uh, Dickerson, great read being able to score from second. It wasn't a hard hit ball, no. and Hayes got to it quickly, but uh, Dickerson read it perfectly and was able to just beat the throw home um, to give Toronto a lead that they wouldn't give up, would they, DB? They almost did. They did. <laughs> yeah. Austin wins singles on a line drive to Corey Dickerson, and Jorge Mateo was able to score 4-3. That's in the top of the sixth inning, and then the top of the seventh inning, Trey Mancini picks up a double that allows a runner to score. Trey Mancini tried to move up to third base. Out by a mile. Yeah, and uh, the catcher in this game, I, who was catching? Was it Reese? Catcher. I think it was Kirk. Yep, Kirk was catching. Yeah. So Kirk alertly seeing that, you know, Mancini was moving up to third and he had no play at the runner at home, stepped <laughs> forward and threw the third base. Good throw! Didn't, didn't even try to tag the runner coming <laughs> no, home. He just he was already past him. And uh, Kevin Smith it, able to tag out. Yeah, it was, a good, it was a good play for a young guy. Mancini. And uh, it was shades of what would happen in the, uh, the eighth inning for the Blue Jays. Yeah, so then we're uh, like 4-4 tie, extra innings. We're cursed in those. What is going to happen? And then, so you got two runners in scoring positions, two outs. I'm like, okay, uh, this is not looking good. And guess who walks up to the plate? Randall Gritchick. And I'm like, yeah, we're done. Right. Well, it was, one, it was only one out when Gritchick Oh, was it one out? I thought it was two outs. Yeah, because Gritchick hit the sack fly. Um, so that was able yeah. to score the And then run. they caught. Uh, Tay Oscar trying to move up. So Teoscar was at second. What a I believe, horrible I believe lead. it was Bo that was at third. The <laughs> Randall did what he had to. He hit a fly ball to the he, outfield. He did. The runners tagged up. Bo decided Bo was gonna <laughs> score. Um, the throw went. Remember home. I said Teo was a dumb dumb. You're like, yep, yep. The throw went <laughs> home. This was shades of Trey Mancini trying to get from yeah. second to third uh, on the throw home. That's what Teoscar tried to do. He tagged up at second as well. I guess the advantage would be. If at this point there's only going to be two outs uh, and maybe you score on a wild pitch or something or an infield single because that's the only real advantage. And uh, the pitcher, or the, I think it was the first baseman, alertly seeing that uh, Bo was going to be safe and that Teoscar was going to try to move up, cut off the throw and threw the third base to get Teoscar out. But hey, we got the run. Bo scored before. And you um, have a lead. And that's what that's the only thing that matters. And Romano, who wasn't used the day before... 
Bring able to in. come in the ninth inning and just sat them all down. Yeah, uh, this was the game where Cedric Mullins was not happy with the call. Third, it strike. wasn't a strike. It was not a strike. It was several inches off the plate, <laughs> but we will take it. And uh, Ryan Mountcastle <laughs> struck out after him. The, he was chasing those high pitches. Yeah, trying to uh, get on base, and uh, he wasn't able no. to. Romano was blowing him by yeah. them. So the good news is the Jays win both series. They have a four and two week. The bad news, um, they really, these are bad teams. They should have. Yeah, they shouldn't be keeping they these teams swept, in these games. They should have swept at least one of the series. And even then, they like you said, they, they shouldn't be this close. They shouldn't, you shouldn't, no. you shouldn't be beating Detroit by one run. You or, shouldn't be or beating or Baltimore. Baltimore Wasn't Baltimore the run. worst team in the league? Yeah, especially that game or they Pirates, lost against maybe. Baltimore. They had more hits then. And again, <laughs> the Jays hitting has not been good. So. No. Even when you're not good hitting, is out hitting the Baltimore Orioles, you should be winning this, those games. The, the p- starting pitching has been good, though. Yeah, starting pitching <laughs> has been good. Um, you know, we've seen, you know, situations like kind of like the Steven Matz game where, you know, yep. rough second inning there, uh, but he was able to settle down and still good, give five good innings, yep. you know, only allowing two runs. With this lineup, that should be enough, but it was not unfortunately uh, overall because they're still losing winnable games or playing close games against teams they should be just completely assaulting. So hopefully they're just bad because they're saving all their runs for this upcoming Oakland and Yankees series. Let's hope our case, and on Saturday, they go off and hit a whole bunch of fucking runs. Yes. So, yeah, so uh, your buddy Matt Harvey got the, uh, oh, no, he didn't get the loss, but. Uh, yeah, he, he started the game, but <laughs> it came down. It's not 2015, right? It is not. That is 100% correct. That's my favorite joke you've ever said on here. <laughs> So good, Matt, Matt Harvey. Matt Harvey died, uh, and uh, yeah, the Jays were able to win barely. And guys, that is probably gonna do it for the wrap up and this week's episode of Inside the Dome podcast. Uh, remember to follow us on Instagram at Inside the Dome podcast on Instagram and on Twitter, Donnie at the Dome Pod. Yep, and then remember to email us at Inside the Dome Podcast and uh, yeah at gmail.com. at gmail.com. Don't forget the at gmail.com. We're not going to get your email if you just put it inside the Dome Podcast. And check out uh, Fenty City, guys. Yes, uh, Fenty City Launch Cart Store. Use code DOME10 to save yourself 10% uh, on your offensive t-shirt needs. Um, get a get a good laugh from those and, uh, and get a good laugh from others while you wear them. And again, help us keep the lights on. <laughs> yes. Because they shut off last time. No, no, they shut off again. <laughs> God damn it. We need the money, guys. <laughs> Please order. <laughs> I'm so cold. I only have a laptop, an Apple iMac laptop with a light. That's keeping us bright. I'm so cold. It was I'll, a heat lamp. I'll warm me up, buddy. All right, we're going to go spoon yeah. while you guys finish listening to this podcast. And we're going to go eat your wife's cookies she just made. Uh, <laughs> if, if they're finished, absolutely. If they are. Okay, guys, uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.